Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Damn, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adulters. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you, everyone. Um, we've got Gio in the background trying to go down for a nap, but I have a great adulting win and fail, and I'm going to kick us off. Are Please you ready do. for this? Yeah, yeah. Which, okay, there's a lot of wins this week. We've got such a great episode coming up for you guys. Um, two great guests. But before that, I want to let you guys know that we just launched a really cool giveaway on the Adulting Like a Mother Father Instagram page. And if you aren't following Adulting Like AMF, go check it out. There's some really cool products that we wanted to share with the families that listen. And it was inspired by one of our listeners in particular. And we just wanted to try and give back. And so we partnered with a bunch of cool people. So go check out the giveaway and hook yourself up hopefully i think you're being like really low-key about it <laughs> no i think i think i, I mean i don't even know for love. certain because in all honesty i haven't been involved in the process whatsoever. that's right it's been so you and kelly working on it which thank you kelly um but apparently like these are big big brands like yeah the stuff is amazing stuff it's a lot of the stuff that we've used yep um and apparently from what i've been told it is one of the best giveaways instagram and the internet has ever seen <laughs> like you literally told me we're gonna break the internet no i just which think, i hope we okay, do let but. me tell you why let me tell you why us moms especially because i can only speak for moms we will do anything mm -hmm. to get stuff for our babies and make sure that they're hooked up with the right stuff and so curating a giveaway that's specific towards moms and dads new families you know throwing a little cute stuff for our moms just in particular i've got some kinder beauty like boxes and okay. away some sprouted diapers and then all of these amazing partners who have teamed up with us like please i just i'm just so excited to be able to offer this yeah for i'm stoked for this so that's my win my fail okay so my fail is that yesterday um 
I was on a walk with Gio and I was going through some of my highlights on Instagram, just like reminiscing and whatever. Um, I came across some videos of Sophie, um, our dog. Mm. And I like just sort of went to a place in my head where I just was like really down and emotional and I just really missed her. And something I'm learning about myself more and more is that I think I've felt this all along. And to give you a backstory, our dog is staying at Andrew's mom's house. Um, She just seemed at one point throughout the new parenting journey that she just wasn't happy here. Yeah. We've had her since she was nine weeks old. She was literally our daughter, our first baby. And she just had like kind of a tick on her shoulder. Like I just felt like she wasn't happy. And so. Yeah. I uh, I want to add to that. I, I think of myself as I, as I get older and, and, um, I get more honest about who I am and, and become unapologetic about that. Like I feel like I'm a real empath. And what, what I mean by that is in any room or any environment, like I really f- think I feel what other people are feeling. I pick up on that before a lot of other people do. I feel like, and I had picked that up from Sophie for a long time. Like it was probably even before Gio was born. And I think Gio being born was just like this X factor that like pushed it over the edge, Mm -hmm. but it just felt like, and you you can attest to this, that she was just never happy unless like I was like literally giving her one-on-one attention. She wasn't happy Mm -hmm. and it was really tough to watch. And the reality is, it's like our life was so hectic at the time. Gio was brand new. Like we weren't sleeping. We had some issues between the dogs we really didn't have much help. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was just hard. Yeah. Really. It was hard to watch like that. She was, I feel like she was acting out cause she wanted more attention. Sure. Um, and it just got to the point. I mean, you remember from an earlier episode, we talked about this that like we, we needed to do something. And, um, my mom and her husband, Rick were so gracious in letting her just come over. And originally it was like, we'll take her for a week or two weeks or whatever. Give you guys a break, which was amazing. Yeah. And then it very quickly became, and so funny because my mom said, look, I, I never intended to like let her stay here indefinitely. But, um, her husband, Rick, once Sophie was over there, Rick was like, she could stay here forever if, if they want, which is <laughs> crazy. I never expected let that. Me, let me fill people in. So Sophie, when she's over there, she has like the run of the house. She gets along really well with her other dog and she gets to sleep in bed with them and obviously cut on the couch. So like the circumstances for her are really good for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's a lot of the stuff that we took away from yeah, her Yeah, we tried time. to like, yeah, anyways. So I saw some pictures and videos on my, on my highlight and I just like felt this emptiness of like, oh my gosh, I miss her. She doesn't even know that I'm like pregnant. She doesn't know that I'm yeah. having a girl and like went down that really emotional path. Um, but I kept having, I had to remind myself that she's like happy and that, that it's my problem that I just have to deal with, like how I'm feeling and that I just miss her and I need to make a better effort to like either visit her or have your mom bring her over and visit or Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. So there's my fail, but I get it. Yeah. I feel like I want to talk about it for just a few minutes. Like I could ramble on all day because we can't because we have two really incredible guests on the show today. I know, but you know, we talked about this yesterday. Um, like the connection was just so deep with Sophie. Like we had her since she was eight weeks old, Mm -hmm. we had her for seven years. Um, 
So it's just like, I, I'm sure people can understand and relate. Like it's just really hard. She's in an amazing situation, but we still feel like in ways we let her down oh, for or sure. we owe her something. Yep. Um, but I miss her like crazy. Yep. But I also know that like just for our own sanity and like her safety, Jake's safety, Gio's safety, it just wasn't the right situation. It may not be that forever, but right now it's kind of this indefinite, like very long vacation. Yeah. So you know, true. which brings on its own challenges because like, what are you supposed to do after somebody gets comfortable? Somebody meaning Sophie, like totally over I, there. Are you I supposed to try to bring about, her back? I literally thought about this yesterday. I was like, I'm, I feel so emotional right now that I'm like about to get in the car and, and go get her yeah. and like uh, profusely apologize. And it's almost like, and listen, motherhood and parenting is so wild. Like, I feel like you go through stages emotionally yourself. And I feel like at the one year mark, I just came to terms with a lot of feelings that like maybe I hadn't dealt with for an entire year. Cause I was so focused on geo and um and so i think things just feel real right now yeah, and i'm just it. learning to like address them and feel them and figure them out um yep. anyways do you have an adulting win and fail yeah i'm gonna do what i did last week i'm gonna blend the two together it's literally the same thing okay so we were uh we've started this office project oh, out yeah, here which has changed completely now literally in one day it's like a full <laughs> apartment yeah we're, <laughs> we're cra- no this is how it works over here um <laughs> But in order to, to start the office, which I thought we were going to do, yes, uh, I had to clear out this whole storage room, which is like just like a little add-on space next to the garage. And I literally just moved everything from the garage <laughs> into this space like two months ago. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, so I don't even know where I'm going. That is my fail that I had to do it again. Yeah, but you're so strong The win is, dude, labor is in my blood. I love that. Okay. I'm from Elk Grove, California. We know how to get shit done. Mm-hmm. I literally knocked it out in two sessions. It was like two hours one day and an hour the next day. And boom, space cleared. You did an amazing job. You're welcome. You really, really did. And I can totally lean on you for that. So thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. We've got our adulting win and fails out of the way. I want to introduce our guest today, Kier and Noemi. They are a married couple. They are so intelligent and so well-spoken and something about them just makes me feel like we need to level up in our lives. And so we had this great conversation about being in relationships and being parents. And, um, actually you can speak to how you even, how you even came across them. Yeah, sure. I want to keep it brief because I wanted to get into this conversation because I feel like it was one of the best that we've ever had. I feel like we have two new friends that are amazing people that are doing really, really cool things. Um, but I ran across Kier through Instagram, like back in early quarantine, he had this video that he posted and apparently he had already posted it once before in the past, but this time around it went nuts, went absolutely viral. He had big, big celebrities repost for him. Uh, he, like he literally gained a hundred thousand followers overnight. Wow. And this video, if you haven't seen it, his account is, uh, at Kier and them. Uh, it's literally, it's just so raw. It's him walking down the street holding his daughter and talking about fatherhood, what he thought it was going to be and what it actually is and what his opinions are for, um, you know, other young males coming into that role. And it was like some of the stuff that he said I related to so hard and it hit me so deep. And I just feel like, uh, that message and everything else that I've, I've found from him and through our conversation, like he's just a voice that, that needs to be amplified. And so is she. 
<laughs> she was amazing. Oh my gosh, I um, love her. But yeah, so that's the backstory. Awesome. I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get into it. I thought it was an amazing conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy it too. Yeah, and for those of you who maybe aren't parents or in a relationship right now, I think this is one of those conversations that like you'd be lucky to hear just for perspective. Yep. Because these are things that like I mean, they were very open about on and think I just love open, honest conversations because I wish that I heard more of those prior to becoming yeah. um, a partner and a mom. And this is just a story of two two young adults like that have figured out how to do work on themselves, how to yeah. do work on each other. They they just make you feel comfortable. Like yep. uh, they're funny. Yeah, they're great. You know <laughs> what I mean? Let's just get into it. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. All right, adulters, uh, during these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high-interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. And now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help you pay off those high-interest credit card debt. That's right, especially when it's so quick and it's all online, which Upstart is. Yeah. Um, Guys, I know a thing or two about credit cards and interest rates. Uh, you should never be paying the high interest rates that most credit cards come along with. So do yourself a favor if you have credit card debt and check out Upstart. It happens so fast. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Like I said, it's all online. When they check your credit score uh, to provide you with your smart rate, uh, it's just a soft pull. So it has no effect on your credit score, which I is great. That. You're in good hands. Over 400,000 people have already used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So why not be the next, especially if you can get a much better rate and save yourself a bunch of money. Totally. Uh, so guys, see why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash adulting to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash adulting. Uh, your loan out. amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Hi. And I'm excited. I, I just love talking to other parents. I think you guys are exceptional at what you do. I'm I Andrew showed me some of your content and I just love that you're putting out the real stuff that like we all need to see more often. You know, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not as I wish that it was more normal for us to normalize parenting and the troubles that it comes along with and the burden that sometimes it can have on your relationship. And obviously you guys have two very um, high pressure jobs at time. I would love to know how you juggle it all. So I know Andrew has some questions. So I think like, let's just jump on in. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a little more backstory dude. Cause so, I reached out to you directly. I ran across your video that I imagine went viral and like just went bananas for you guys. But just like everybody else, dude, I um, like guy to guy and dad to dad, man, I just had so much respect for the message that you were putting out. And I felt like it was the realest, rawest thing that I've seen in a long time. Um, so I'm curious to know like what may have sparked it. Um, but that, that's the backstory. So you had a video that just went crazy. And it was yeah. you walking with your daughter and just talking to the camera and basically telling people how real parenting is, like how amazing it is, but also how challenging it is. Uh, 
And you, you dug into something that I thought was so interesting and something I've never heard from anybody else before where you talked about really doing work on yourself before you decide to become a parent. So I want to dig into that, but I wanted to tell you that, man, I just have so much respect for your message. And then I've dug into both of you guys' content. I love the example of a young, thriving couple, uh, you know, young parents and a young family that you guys are. I think the, the content that you're putting out is amazing. And I think we need more of it. Thanks, man. Yeah, that man, that's that's much appreciated. We actually struggle with this a little bit because it's funny when everyone says the content is like very real. It's like, well, we literally just cut the hit the record button and we film whatever happens. Like this is exactly as life kind of lays out for us. But the video just came on the heels of like every every dad, when we're amongst other dads, we have this conversation that we kind of whisper about in the shadows, where you may give a whisper about un- how unhappy you may be in the midst of everything that people tell you that you're supposed to be. You know, you're blessed. You have a child. You have a family. You have a wife. You're very lucky. Like, what do you have to complain about? And I think that people don't always see the responsibility on the other side and what that does to you, that constant pressure all the time. They assume that you're just supposed to take this on because that's what a man does or whatever they say. (laughs) Um, But I struggle hard, man. Um, I wasn't prepared for baby girl when she was coming into the world. And where I've read, I can't tell you how many dad books I've read to try to get some insight into how I should feel, how this thing should go. And I, I nowhere you know and just talking to other dads and just hearing everybody kind of reverberate the same things that I was feeling just motivated me to say something and I just so happened to catch it on camera so you know it's no secret I went to therapy before my daughter came here because we weren't we were boyfriend and girlfriend when she got we were not that serious not no we were about to break up a few months prior we kind of did I went over to break up with her and she would not allow me to yeah that's how <laughs> did you did you not allow him because you were like I'm actually pregnant or no he was gonna break up with me he was just saying all of these things I'm like what are you what are you talking about I planned it yeah and it wasn't until maybe like recently that I knew that that was the plan but he was you know fumbling with his words and I'm like uh, what, what 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 are you trying to say yeah. And it just never happened. It never happened, <laughs> but a baby did. Yeah. And it just took us, I think we we didn't know how big of a jump it was from casual relationship yeah. to relationship to relationship with a baby. Yeah, that yeah. happened quick. It happened so we, quick. We became official less than a year before we found out we were pregnant. Oh, but wow. still, you know, we, we, we liked each other. We were having fun, but we hadn't, like, had a conversation about the future yet like I had just graduated law school like I think you were just about to start grad school that was in my first year grad yeah, school yeah it, it just wasn't on that trajectory at all mm-hmm. so I think logistically it made sense because we were further along in our careers and financially and I guess stereotypically responsibly it made sense <laughs> whatever that means yeah whatever that means but I think like in our actual real lives we're like we like we just became real adults and we're just now enjoying what we think that means and and a baby is just kind of gonna throw everything off and we weren't sure if we wanted to be with each other yeah. for the rest of our lives yeah. so I think it's a culmination of all those things and then actually wanting to be better yeah not just you know 
just saying that, no topical mm-hmm. surface level stuff. I want to be better because I have a little person coming into this world, prepared or not, she didn't ask to be here. Yeah. I put her here through my actions and my decision making. Mm-hmm. So I think my thought is the best I can do is just show up for her. Yeah. And I didn't feel good. I didn't feel right. I didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, with fatherhood comes this crazy loss of identity. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know who you, that is. <laughs> You're right. I just feel like women build community a little differently. We do. We do. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's more talked about and more visible. Yeah. But like with us, not as much, you know, and right. I wasn't prepared for it. And it just like bleh, all came out. And I can't tell you how good it feels to speak such an uncomfortable truth and then have the world embrace you so lovingly, man. I think that's the part that really like caught both of us mm-hmm. off guard. I didn't, yo, I didn't see this coming. I didn't think anybody was going to watch this It's video. a year old. It's a year, yeah, it's a year old. Yeah. Yep. Almost to the date that yeah. I posted it. And um, he just decided to post it. Um, our daughter was about to turn three. So that whole video was right before she turned two. Mm-hmm. And he just posted it. This is the second time you posted it. Yeah, I posted it before. Yeah. I just added captions this time for yeah. the deaf and hard of hair community. Yep. Okay. Oh, oh, it just blew, it blew up. Like all these celebrities started reposting. Mm-hmm. And then like celebrities started following us. Yeah. Then management and talent agencies, yeah. agencies started calling us. Then television networks and yeah. television show producers started calling us. It's been life is completely it's completely changed. Wow. Completely man, changed. Yeah. I can only imagine. So what's what's the craziest thing that's happened to you guys since that video's come out again? <laughs> I know what I have. Go ahead, what you got? The friends, the people that are your friends and you're like spiritual people. So like celebrities that we look up to and that we have followed their stories are now like friends of the family and like check yeah. in and it's just yeah. like and these, you yeah. don't know who you are because I don't know who you are you're a celebrity like yeah. why are you talking to me why, why are you here? And, and, and we really talk about and, and build on life on a human yeah. level like couple friends we have couple friends and like people that we can talk to about our relationship our parenting extremely famous yeah. yeah and that's been crazy Yes, but the new crazy for me, because of the whole COVID-19 shelter-in-place order, like, we're really good about that. We keep a small community. You know, we're understanding that this thing's going to be here for a while. We're trying to learn to live around it, live through it. Um, But, like, we don't go anywhere. And when we do, we have our mask on. And I had my mask on with my daughter down at uh, at a harbor in D.C., and people knew who I was with a mask on. Wow. And they'll yeah. and they'll talk to me, yeah. and it, it, it's it happens. I didn't even tell you about all the times it happened. It happened. It happened. Me walking my trash out the other day. <laughs> I was walking to the trash can down at the end of the neighborhood, and and somebody stopped me. Just recognition. <laughs> that's that's been crazy to me. Like the instant celebrity of it all. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. unique. Like you know, I found the the content of what you were saying to be like something we just don't hear enough and especially for dads Mm -hmm. because there aren't like moms are are more comfortable talking about you know the troubles of like breastfeeding or postpartum or whatever and I remember when we were newly uh post delivery and I remember looking at Andrew and checking in on him and and realizing like dads go through postpartum too and I just feel like there isn't enough conversation around this and I'm sure just dads all around the world felt heard. And I just appreciated that you like you took to it and you ran with it because we need more. 
Yeah, for sure. And shout out to you guys because we were listening to your podcast on our ride down to Myrtle Beach. And I think you guys were actually talking about that very thing. You guys talk on a lot of issues that people don't, that's not, it's kind of, it's not involved to talk about as a couple or has it been traditionally. And I love that about you all because it reaffirms some of the things that we go through. Like they sound like us. And I think more of that needs to happen. I just think we're part of a generation that, you know, we're ripping the bandaid off this thing. No warning. Like, look, this is what it is. You guys want to join this club? Let me tell you what the rules of engagement are. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. But I appreciate that. I want to fast forward a little bit. How, how are you guys juggling everything now? So Superwoman Noemi, if, if I read properly, you're an IP lawyer, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's just focus on you for a second. How are you doing it? Because we know, I mean, we have a one-year-old, right? We know the world of having a kid is nuts. Nuts, yeah. Yeah. How are how you doing it? Number one is establishing boundaries and all of the roles that I play. So like for me... I didn't do that this morning, but I typically wake up really early because, you know, as a mom and being home all day with your family, you don't have any me time. At every point of the day, someone is looking for me to do something or to find something. And (laughs) when everyone else is asleep, that's when I take my time. I'm I'm chill. Don't ask me for anything. You can't even find me. (laughs) So I give myself like like, to do it you just have to disappear um but then I have like strict times where I'm working so like my job knows 7 a.m to 3 p.m I'm working Mm -hmm. after three you're not going to get a response you you're not going I'm not going to stress out about work I have to shut it off like I have to do that and within that time I take breaks my boss knows I'm taking a nap or I'm taking a power nap a 20 minute nap um, I tend to be pretty, uh, pretty good with communication, but I have those boundaries and I don't, I don't budge on them. So I think that um, even as a woman in the workplace, like we have to learn how to do that. And it took me a while to do it, but I think I've been doing it for a couple of months now. So where everybody kind of understands where I am with it. Um, and then family stuff, I want to say between like three and seven, eight ish is family time. Like whether that's us taking a photo shoot as a family, us cooking together, us taking a walk outside, like we just dedicate that time. And then normally you do the night routine. So mm-hmm. he'll do the night routine, put baby girl, give her a bath, put her to bed. And then I do business stuff at night. So if I'm answering emails for the brand, if I'm doing things for my own business, anything that has to do with like hearing them, I do that in the evening until about like maybe 11 and we also schedule because we work together we have like we're we're not good at this yet but what we've been trying to do is dedicating like allocating time to talk about the business because we still need us time we're still newlyweds Mm -hmm. you know it's just making that schedule pivoting and adjusting when you have to but I've learned that when you just have 24 hours in the day and you just like let it go something's not gonna get done you know, and it's just going to like bring more stress into your life. But I, I am the organizer in the family. So all of that kind of comes a little bit easier to me. So that's how, that's how I've been doing it. She's been killing it. Like, I'm not going to say that i humble because she's the organizer. I am the destroyer. Yeah. If you have plans. You know, you're the creator. Yeah. You're the fluid person we're going to speak positively about ourselves yes i destroyed the creator nice flip on that and like i'm a very spur of the moment person which means that interrupts her day and her flow 
um, if I feel inspired to just do something yes. out of nowhere. So you've been killing it. She's been yeah. doing an amazing job at it. It has not been easy. <laughs> not been easy. Dude, uh, I totally feel that, number one. What's funny is that I think the dynamic is flip-flopped on our end. Like, I'm the structured one. I was actually a CPA in a different world. So, like, I come from that, like, corporate structure background. And uh, she is not that whatsoever. So, like, I try to create the structure, the strategy, and all that. And I'm always fighting with her to stay within those guidelines. Do you find it challenging to work with Kier with, with how he operates? Every, <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Every what? I'm impossible. <laughs> but yeah. that's where flexibility comes into play. He's inspired and he, he definitely has his moments where the light bulb goes off and it's like, everything stops. I need to tell you my idea. Cool, you got 20 minutes. Let me know. <laughs> Let's, we'll talk about it when, during our next check-in. Yep. No, and I get it. I feel you on that one. It's rough because sometimes like, and something that I feel like I can work on and now that it's sort of more in my brain right now, because sometimes you don't realize that you have these certain qualities until you hear someone else talk about theirs and then you relate to them and you're like, oh wait, hold on. That might not be important when our next check-in. Like I might just be in my feels right now and need to like express myself. And then our next check-in, it could be a fleeting, it's gone. I forgot what I was even going to say. That brilliant invention is brilliant. no longer there. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. You're me. Yeah. Y'all are saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I don't act on things in the moment, it's real. So here's a really small example that I feel like a lot of listeners can relate to. I will ask Andrew very rarely, very rarely for some help could you reach that? And if it doesn't happen within like three seconds, I am on oh, the counters climbing pregnant with a one, like I am all about not waiting and I need to get things done. I love multitasking. He's more like single task. Let's handle this. We'll schedule the next thing for the next window. I just, yeah, it's interesting how we work, but look, we work somehow sometimes. It's, it's all those nuances and, and just like you just mentioned that now I'm more like him yeah and I'm more like you I'm a multitasker mm. single task one thing at a time man. and it's like sir like please like let's we can do multiple things he's like no that's no. not how my brain is working right now so I just it's just so funny how things work and how relationships work and like you said it's nuances my, that's what makes it special my brain is a serious a first generation iPhone if you open more than one app I'm shutting down I ain't multitasking <laughs> I'm not flipping between apps none of that like I can do one thing at a time <laughs> Exactly Let's get it all done. The Ferrari brain. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Hey, guys, guess what's in my armpits right now? <laughs> That's right. Sweat. <laughs> If you're like me and you sweat all the time, every day, you need to try each and every. Each and every's gender-inclusive deodorant is formulated for sensitive skin made without aluminum, parabens, baking soda, alcohol, and synthetic fragrances. Thank you. With just six simple ingredients plus essential oils, each and every uses natural ingredients like coconut oil and dead sea salt that work together to reduce body odor. In fact, each and every has been found to provide odor protection equal to an antiperspirant without the aluminum. Oh, take that. Love it. Um, you guys, we are big 
natural deodorant fans. You know this by now. So important to put something natural under your arms. That's like a direct inlet to your body, right? You got a lot of pores in there. Inlet? Whatever. It's in there, okay? <laughs> so visit eachandevery.com slash adulting. That's eachandevery.com slash adulting and use promo code adulting for 30% off your first purchase. That's not, oh my god! Wow, let me finish this one out for you. That's not eligible to combine with other discounts or subscription. That's promo code adulting at, at eachandevery.com slash adulting for 30% off. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. One thing that we talk a lot about just between the two of us and especially on the podcast is uh, how much work goes into making a nine-year relationship work, right? Because there's days where you love the shit out of each other and there's days that you want to kill each other. Yeah, facts. You guys, I think, like I said in the beginning, like you guys put such an amazing example out there. And it's not all fluff, you know what I mean? You're not just trying to paint a picture for people. You're keeping it very real. But you can tell that it's genuine. You can tell that you guys both put in the work for yourselves and for each other. Can you just talk a little bit about what goes into like creating what you guys have? Oh, that's a good question, man. Um, yeah, I would say two things that I noticed because she may have a different answer. One is going to be flexibility. Um, The disappointment that comes from either your partner not meeting whatever expectations you built in your head um, or you not meeting whatever expectations you think (laughs) your partner may have for you. um, Sometimes it just creates a nasty little storm between you guys. Um, So one thing I've been really trying to do, Noemi has too, is just be flexible. You know, I'm going to get annoyed. All right, cool. I know I'm going to get annoyed. What can we do right now to remedy the situation? And just trying to take a step back and remembering she's not the enemy. We just have a common problem in two different ways that we would like to solve. Mm -hmm. So flexibility has been one thing. Um, Another has just been a lot of Mm self-reflection. Like started, like looking inside first. If there's an issue, our, our marriage therapist actually said something good. He says when people are, um, when someone is angry and crying at you, it's because they're hurt. Try not to be defensive. Try to figure out, well, why are you hurt? What is, what's hurting you exactly? What have I done to contribute to it? And what can we do to kind of remedy that? So that's not easy. I just rattled that off like, it was just okay, let's do it. No, because you still have feelings and resentment and, and yeah. issues you got to get off. Um, but just being more conscientious of those things is kind of mm-hmm. help. Um, and I think for me, the self-reflection part, I was going to say lots of therapy. <laughs> We're in individual therapy and couples therapy. So we, our couples therapist is the same person that we sought premarital counseling yeah. in. So like, not only is that is there that history there, but also that comfort mm-hmm. and like, you know, who wants to go see a new therapist every time and like rebuild that relationship. Um, but like, there's this quote, I don't know who told it, who said it to me. Maybe it was, the, I, don't know, I don't know, but understanding that he's the exception. And I think that I'm married to this man. This is not my boyfriend. This isn't a past situation. And understanding if let's say we are having an argument and something that he says come out, you know, it comes out wrong. And I'm deeply affected by it because it's a trigger or it's just reminding me of a situation where I didn't really feel so great. Understand, he's my husband. He didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do I really think 
that he meant to crush me in this way, knowing that this is a very sensitive topic for me and, and kind of understanding and giving him the grace and, and thinking that, okay, maybe he just didn't say this right. Maybe we're just really emotional, but, but looking past the situation at hand and looking at him as a person, like, does he really want to, do you really think he wants to do this? Do you really think, do you really think he feels this way about you? And like he said, it's not easy, but remembering that and, and taking a step back and thinking about it, it always helps because I know he's not out here to, to get me, to hurt me. It's just a very like emotional conversation and, and, and it, it feels like an attack, but he's not out here to attack me. And, and, yeah really understanding that that's where all of that is coming from. Yeah. I love that. I mean, so it sounds like you guys have a big focus on like just taking a moment to process the intention behind what you're saying. Right. Yeah. 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 When we, and when we can, it's not perfect. We don't get that right all the time. And when we don't, I mean, it burns bright and hot. We're very emotional. (laughs) That's one thing we have in common. We are very emotional people, like very like vibes and feelings focused. So, yeah. we don't always get it right, way but we always come back to it, and that's the thing. So, even if it does go left, and it's a really big argument, and yeah. we have to take a couple of days, or what, like, take a couple of days and step away from it, when we do have that conversation, that's always the first thing that we talk about. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, just, just quickly, this kind of off topic, but it popped in my head. What's your guys' stance on arguing or having conversations like that in front of your daughter? I mean, it's 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 happened before where she's yeah. been in the room when but she was also very young. Yeah. She picked up the vibes though and she did not like it. Yeah. Recently <laughs> we got into an argument and she just she's she so confused. Wait, no, it wasn't that we faked it. So oh, we yeah. just started talking loud because that is a question that we had. And we're like, I wonder if she can sense energy so we just we were saying nice things but we just spoke in a heightened voice and we just looked over to see her mood and she was not feeling it that's a good question though i don't know if we have a stance stance on that because and correct me if i'm wrong like on one side i think we don't want to hide much from our daughter she Mm -hmm. needs to know like yo your parents marriage like ain't perfect conflict is healthy yeah conflict yeah facts Mm -hmm. like conflict is healthy it happens, and learning to manage and deal with it is okay. Yeah. And we want her to be privy to that, but we also don't want to overexpose her. Right. She's still our child. She's mm-hmm. not our friend. Mm-hmm. And there are parts of our marriage that she just shouldn't have access to. And I want to add to that. I think we also have to protect each other's image in front of our child. Oh, that's so, right. and like, and I, I've learned that from, from personal experience. My parents are divorced. It was a nasty divorce for a while. And I remember that emotional turmoil and like hearing bad things about one parent from another parent and I think that um I don't think any of either one of my parents meant to do that but it did affect me in a negative way so I'm super mindful of that um even when it comes to she wants to do something daddy says no and I don't think it's a big deal well daddy said no like daddy said no that's that's just what it is and then I might go to him privately like, yeah we'll talk we can work that out later yeah, yeah. but united you know, front definitely united front and protecting each other's image in front absolutely. of our child is like key yeah absolutely that's all such good advice I I take that to heart because we're not I mean we're pretty mindful of arguing in front of him because I think we both sense that like he gets I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just my mama instincts, but I look at him and I'm just like, I, I hate, I grew up in a family where there was a lot of arguing and door slamming and, you know, 
punches through the wall, like just emotions were high. Okay. And they were always, they always meant well and they always tried to resolve and, and make it work. But at the end of the day, like, I just don't feel like I saw communication the way that like is actually, it works. And I, I've never adapted those skills and I still struggle nine years in, like I run from conflict. I don't do well with like communicating, um, through hard times. Like it is a real deal, like real deal struggle. The fact that we've made it this long always blows my mind because we're, we'll get into a situation. They don't happen often, but like you guys know, it's like, it really doesn't matter how often they happen. When you have something that triggers you, like it feels like it's the end right now out of nowhere over something so silly. So it's something that I'm like constantly working on. I take such value out of top, having conversations with couples that are doing more work. And I think like the, the through line here is a lot of people are in a lot of therapy. And that's also something that I don't think I've taken seriously. But, um, but it is comforting because I can see it working. And I know that it's a, it's a good thing. Communication is a tool that can go so far. And it's just nice to hear people say again and again and again how important it is to to have that yeah remember just because it's important and it's useful don't mean to feel good yeah, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you have to like going through it like it it's it's not it's not fun and I, I i had to get rid of a lot of the guilt that i felt because of that like yo like i i should be wanting to be more proactive and they like there were a few times before the marriage counseling sessions i didn't want to do it yeah. i didn't want to be there i didn't want to talk about that stuff but like we've canceled appointments and just like we don't feel like it yeah you know? i just think it's very important for you to do it when you're ready regardless of what that means yeah you know because there were times where you know we might have been in couples counseling and he was in therapy you know individually for himself and i just wasn't there yet you know what i mean like i just wasn't in that place yeah. and like it's just reminding yourself that like as an individual your responsibility is to work on you and whatever way that works for you whatever way that fills your cup is the way for you to do it there's no like one-stop shop way for you to do it you know so I, I totally I totally like understand if people just need to find alternative ways and and take their time to do certain things when it comes to you know reflection and therapy it, it could literally look whatever way you want it to look it could be like, totally yeah. and I I get that and I think to add to that I I actually ironically do very well when like the guard is down so with a therapist they have no like prerogative other than to just be there and help and hear you so in that case like I could be there and speak forever I, I'm like an open book but when the stakes are high and it's him and I and I care so much about something or him or the success of us and I can feel things like slipping through my fingers I I crumble I don't yeah. feel safe. I don't feel like I can like go there. And that's where I need to like get over that hump. It's a strange. Thing. Like literally I say this and I'll be like, if you were to just literally put your le your hand on my leg or like hug me and say like, we're going to, we're going to do this. Like, like a child, like I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, that's reassured. That's yeah. just, that just so happens to be what you need. Yeah. That's okay. That's, it's, that's, that's what you need. Like these, you're having to pull tools out that you man you never had to use before you i've been with you for this long why am i still having to do this because it's hard yeah and because like our environments our home environments growing up have conditioned us yeah. in a very particular way mm -hmm. and it makes us evade certain things it makes us gravitate towards certain things it's it's not anyone's fault necessarily it's just 
character traits that have come along with your upbringing. I've really been, I feel you because I kill myself for that too. I'm really trying to learn to have a better relationship with the way I think about those things. Mm. Man, who was it? It's this, I listen to these meditations and I have really bad anxiety. And one of the things she says is, oh man, you know about anxiety, it doesn't let up. Like it just doesn't. And she says, you have to learn to have a better relationship with your anxiety. How do you meet it? Are you angry with it? Are you frustrated with it? Do you hate it? You have to develop a better relationship with it. And that really helped me carry that same principle on the parts of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Just having a better relationship with the guilt that I feel. I feel like I need a session with (laughs) (laughs) Kira. I I need a session with (laughs) Kira. Like, you sound like me. Like, I I know where you at. I get it. You're not alone. There's a lot of us that feel that way. Everyone just doesn't feel And we have to normalize that. Yeah. That's what makes it so hard because I feel like you'll share this and you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm still, you know, working through this and I don't see my progress. But then here you are sharing it with him. And I'm sure he doesn't wear it on his face. But honestly, as you were talking, I was like, ooh, that's cute. I'm like, is he going to say something? But, you know, people connect. We just need to, to feel that we're not alone, you know? Yeah. Totally. It's so Absolutely. true. So true. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Listen, guys, how do you banish high rates on car insurance? You switch to Geico during Geico Ween. <laughs> October is their favorite time of year, and the folks over at Geico have been working even harder to cast out high rates and craft just the right policy for you and your family. Switching to Geico isn't so scary, especially when they could brew up some spellbinding savings just for you. So get a quote today at geico.com and see how much you could save. No eye of newt needed. Happy Geico Ween, everyone. And now back to adulting like a mother father. You know, you brought up a good point. Like we're all sort of preconditioned, right, from our past experiences to be and act and speak a certain way. How much do you guys like sort of chalk up as that's just who I am versus like that's something that I can work on for myself and for my partner? <laughs> it's a <laughs> real answer. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest for the majority of our of our relationship up until recently, even into our marriage, we both had pretty strong stances about certain personality traits in that way. Like, well, that's just who I am. Like, that's not going to change. <laughs> yeah, that's cool until you actually hit rock bottom. And we're like a couple of months into the marriage. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't like you. This doesn't fit. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't <laughs> want this. And like, I'll just be honest, we got to that place in our marriage and I'm sure COVID and social distancing, like all of this stuff had things to do with it, but it was a really bad place. And yep. what I, I'll just say my personal take on it, but when I saw that these personality traits that I was holding on to was hurting him more than it was really affecting me. And I'm like, this. I, why am I holding on to this so hard when I don't really care about it that much, but it's hurting my husband. Like that I want to spend forever with. And that was hard admitting to myself, like this is a quality trait that I don't like about myself and that's hurting somebody that I love. So I have to do something. He can't help me fix this. This is me having to go in deep, try to figure out where it came from confronting the, the past and the situations that, that created this, this personality trait. 
and I got to do that by myself and it is cold and it is lonely <laughs> and no, there's no one there patting your back saying good job Noemi like nah you got to do that on your own mm-hmm. and um that's what I'm currently doing and yeah. it is not fun it's yeah. and it's like then you look at yourself and like wow like I really don't this this ain't cute like I don't like this quality about myself and it's not okay and I, I, I really do have to do something about it. Noemi, can I just say this? I mean, you guys both sound this way, but Noemi, you specifically, you sound like you're really big on accountability. And I, I just got to say that I love that. I love that. You're speaking my language. Yeah, man. The buck got to stop somewhere. Yeah. Like, it has to stop somewhere. Shifting around accountability and taking score just don't work for it us. It doesn't. You know, We've tried it. it. It doesn't work. Well, I did I did three things today. You have to do it at least once. It, it doesn't work that way. Some days I have 90, she has 10. Some days she has 100, I have nothing. Yeah. You know? I, I got I to gotta carry that 100, and I have to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's literally a constant, like, like testing the waters, mm-hmm. like trying to see, you know, who's going to do what and who can support who it's not 50 50. And that was the misconception that nobody told me about marriage before I walked into it. I'm like, I got somebody that can share the load and the burden and do things together. And it's like, sometimes like he doesn't have it. And it's not because he's not a good person because he's going through something. You know what I mean? I have to be there to pick up the pieces, but I know that on those moments where I don't have it, he's going to do the same. It's I know it's tough for a lot of people and for a lot of listeners right now to see your partner not have it and not take that as an indictment on you. Mm-hmm. And I that's that's how a lot of people get into trouble. If if I'm coming to her because I really need her and she doesn't have it, sometimes the knee jerk reaction is she doesn't care about me. Yeah. You know, she doesn't give a damn about what I'm going through right now. And it becomes an indictment on me somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's not even really about me. So like just being conscientious of like every, every little rock that gets thrown your way in a marriage, you know, that person didn't throw it on purpose, but yeah. you still may get hit. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, that's the line we've been kind of balancing lately. Yeah. Wow, that's real. That's, that's a tough one, though, man, because uh, I just feel like, you know, like, like preconditioned feelings in your ego and stuff like that, that always gets in the way, you know, because the moment gets hot and like being able to be present and focus on oh, what was your what was your real intention? Like that goes out the window real fast. Yeah, look, first thing to go out of the window is that she spoke to that a minute ago. Yeah. We always have to remind each other positive yeah. intent. Yeah. Like it's, it's, a, it's a never ending cycle. It's like, you know what? Like you didn't mean to hurt me, but that really hurt. I'm gonna need a second. Exactly. So I can be there for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a second because I'm yeah. pissed off. Yeah, I have a question actually about that. So like something that we talk a lot about is maybe the intent wasn't um, negative, but because the action wasn't positive, or like because you didn't do this um, in the right way or perceived the right way, that feels like it was um, like a knock on him or like, for instance, using myself for, as an example, it's like sometimes he'll say to me, like, I'll be like, no, I didn't mean it. Like, I totally didn't mean it. I'm like, I, my heart was in the right place. But he said, but the actions like didn't show that. And he goes more off of actions. And it's something that like, I don't necessarily, like, I don't take that second to think about like the action as much. 
Yeah, it's a value thing. It's yeah. about what you value. I'm a person that values words. I need words to make me feel better. She's a person that values action. Yep. She needs action to make her feel better. What I do when I make her feel bad is I give her what I would want and I give her words. And then she, it doesn't work. And then she, and, and she tries to give me action in the moment. I'm like, well, now, say sorry. Yeah, yeah, now I feel like you're rolling over my feelings yeah. because you didn't acknowledge it. You're going straight to the action. Yeah. It's about value. What yeah. you value and what you give the other person in their moment of need because you panic yeah. when you find out you did something that make that person not, it make your partner not feel good. Yeah. It's, that's the hard part. It's just a bunch of moving pieces <laughs> all the time. Right. Yeah, that's life. That's life. And then you throw some kids or a kid in the mix, and it's just like, guess what? Priority shifted, and we're not, we can't focus on this right now. Marriage <laughs> this marriage isn't important right now. It's, yeah. of course, making sure this little person doesn't die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, you guys hear people say, you got to put your marriage first, and you're just like, I mean, yeah, ideally, that's yeah. that's the goal, but... Remember when we used to say that all the time? Our marriage is going to come first. Yeah. I would love for that to happen. I really would. But, like, silly me. Um, but we try. And I, yeah. think, I think the goal is not put your marriage first. Try to prioritize your marriage. Yeah. And yeah. when it's like, let me just focus on the kid. Because you know what? Reality, kids going to have to go to sleep soon. And then you're going to be looking at this person in the face. And what you going to do? What you gonna do? Okay? You got, you have to. You can't sit on things that bother your partner or maybe even bother you about your partner. And I think the key is how do you communicate that frustration? Is it on anything? Is it like a you know a babe like I'm really hurt by X Y and Z that happened. I know you didn't mean it, but can you help me like unpack this? Like can you help me figure this out? Can we talk about this? And um. Those conversations have really helped me personally because, like I, like you mentioned before, like a lot of these things can be triggers. They can be unrelated to your partner. It could be about your, your childhood. There's so many factors that play into why you feel the way you feel about certain things and recognizing that your partner is your partner. You know, like that is, that, that's, that's your role dog, you know? <laughs> that sounds so like, simple, but it's not. I, but I say it because people don't say it enough. Yeah. Like, no, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think what also like people don't always um, say enough is that like you can be triggered not even by your past, but like you can be triggered by just the burden you feel from like just being an adult outside of being a parent, outside of being in a relationship. Like we have endeavors, we have things that like we're responsible to take care of, but like parenting and our relationship is supposed to be the most important. But then how about, you know, well, we have bills to pay. We have a life to, you know, keep up with and there's family family, outside family, you know, conversations. It's just like adulting is not, there's not one way to go about it. And every day I feel like is full of lessons for us. Like we're always trying to pivot through them. Yeah. yeah that's what adulting is. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's what adulting is. Yeah. We're going to use that clip though, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> use it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys are just, this is, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we got schooled. So thank you guys. I, I mean, felt like this was just this like a conversation no, for I, me, man. What do we owe you? <laughs> hey, we, you do. We just gained a couple friends. Like, <laughs> 100%. 100%. The way that we communicate in our real lives are on the forefront. So not only are people seeing that, people are comfortable coming to us about questions, about situations. And it kind of, it's it's a nice moment for us because we're like, oh, we're going through this same thing. Yep. Like, And it validates 
why we're putting our life on the internet. You know, it validates why we're doing this and why this mission is so important to us. And it's because of that, you know, that help, that friendship, that understanding that comes with talking to other people in sometimes similar and sometimes completely dissimilar situations. Yeah. So true. And so, you know, I, I could talk to you guys all day, but I know you have accounts and things like that for people to find you and, and learn more about your story and your family. Would you mind just giving your handles and your YouTube account for all of our listeners to? Sure. So you can find our hilarious, informative family on Instagram at Kira and them. And that's K-I-E-R and them. And it's the same on YouTube, Kira yep. and them. Them is the family. I'm yeah. And then I also have my own handle that I'm working on. So it's at Noemi Gaines, N-O-E-M-I-E-G-A-I-N-E-S, um, where I'll be talking more about still marriage stuff, but just like how to have a life and, and be a mom and a career and how to balance. Kind of like the first question that you guys ask. And yeah. I really want to dive deeper into that. Yeah. I'll be following for that reason because <laughs> I am learning to juggle because I, I know that as a parent, it's really hard to sacrifice pieces of you that you were before being a parent, you know, and career is a big part of our lives for so long. And I just think that it's cool that you're going to have those conversations, especially being a female. Yes. Yeah. 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 And me back at her, yep. having her back on thousand percent. A million. Yeah. Like, legit. Yeah. I wouldn't have done this without him. It was him that was like, baby. To, need to do this moment. No one wants to hear from me. Yeah, no, that's true. No, they, they do. do. We do. And I hope after this pod, people are like, oh my gosh, I need to go seek them out because yeah. this is speaking <laughs> to my heart. Yeah. Hey guys, she's, she's going to kill me for this, but I got one more question for you. Something that I thought a lot about before our son was born. Um, so I'm curious to know if you have too. Are there, is there like one or two or three things that you want to leave with your daughter before it's the end of your time at some point, like something that you want to imprint in your daughter? Yeah. I actually think about this a lot. Um, the one thing, there are two things that I want for her to be. One is a strong self advocate. Being a girl dad makes you realize how terribly unfair this world is to women. Mm. How terribly unfair it is to women. And I need her to be able to speak on the things that make her uncomfortable and the things that she's passionate about unabashed. Yeah. Unabashed. That's one thing. And two, I want to leave with her compassion. Yes. Life, people. I don't care if she grows up to be a rocket scientist. Mm -hmm. You know, our families, particularly in a black community, there's just like this emphasis on achievement. Like you have to be the best of the best of the best. You have to get the best job. And and we understand where those pressures come from. Mm -hmm. But our parents' goals for us being those things that come to fruition, and we do very well. Yep. It's not about that for her. She has all the materials to do well. I want her to be happy. Yes. I want her to be happy. I don't care if she never goes to college, mm-hmm. if she's happy. I don't care if she's never wildly successful in life, as long as she's happy. Yep. Those are the two things I wish to I'm just going to add, because I agree 110% with everything, and back to the compassionate part is um, I also want her to know that it's okay to be whoever you want it to be. You know, whoever you want to love, whatever you want to do. Like, I just, I want to be that safe haven for her um, because the world isn't nice. It's it's not a nice world. I hope and I pray that it's going to change. But, you know, just from what we're seeing so far, I don't see much changing right now. And I just want her to know that at the end of the day that she always has us to come to. Um, 
I'm gonna get emotional because I feel like people don't ever ask. Go ahead, let it go, question. boo. But no, that's all I'm gonna say. I feel like <laughs> I feel like as a parent, you can. Look, she's the one to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just I just want her to know that like it's okay to be you and it's okay to come to us. Like come to us first. We got you. We got your back. Yeah. We'll always have your yeah. back. Yeah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you guys so much, Thank man. You. I'm so glad that we connected. I hope you guys feel the same way. I feel like we just made two new friends. So, yes. same. We were excited to do this. We <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see you guys when the world gets back yes, to normal. For sure. Like, yeah, we we when you guys reached out, you were one of the first people to reach out actually. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the page and I looked at everything. I was like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, and then after listening, and then we listened to the podcast. We're like, yeah, we got to come on mm-hmm. because you guys just you sound. Giving him a shot and us a shot. We appreciate it. We needed this, and I hope our listeners, um, you know, felt the heart. By the way, my little cousin found out who you were. She completely fangirl. Oh, what's her, what's her name? Tiara. Tiara. Okay. Well, I give Tiara all my love. I love. Oh my gosh, she's gonna die! Don't do that. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, we can snip that clip, and so Tiara can hear that. Um, you know, Trina Vega just loves her. Thanks. Oh my that. god, she's gonna die. Oh, <laughs> you guys, thanks for doing this. Get yeah. back to your little one and all your amazing endeavors. Thanks Same for to you guys. guys. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see ya. All right, be well, guys. Bye. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. With the holidays coming up, we'd like to offer you a little something special. And all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time to help support a great sponsor of this podcast. We ask that you complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and our sponsors. It'll only take a couple minutes. And if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcastopinions.com and everything will be right there for you. That's podcastopinions.com. The first 150 people who complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. Please go to podcastopinions.com, and as always, thank you for supporting the show. Tell your chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, I'm Maldito Cristian Perez. I had to use the real name. Why? Because now it's the podcast. From negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. Flow to the rider. Woo! I don't even know if you know how much they play you around the world or anywhere my brother no matter how much bread we make dog we can't take it with us no matter how many houses cars whatever we acquire can't take it with us with that said anything we make is always to give back dog why are we starting a podcast well it's real simple with the times that we're living in right now in the world i think you need to be motivated inspired educated aware positive so what I'm here is just to motivate the world and let them know when we talk, we call a spade a spade. So you're going to hear the truth. So I look forward to the podcast. I look forward to showing y'all, teaching y'all how to take it from a negative to a positive. So get ready from negative to positive, which you can catch on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, and Spotify. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, I know sometimes it's, I don't know if you enjoy when people get emotional or not, but certainly went there at the very end. And I think those moments are powerful. And I walked away from that conversation wanting to be 
a better person. Um, so anyways, I appreciate everyone listening. Don't forget to check out adulting like AMF on Instagram to enter to win our big, fat, beautiful giveaway. Um, I think you'll be really pleased with what you see. And if you would be so kind, we would so love you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot to us and the success of the show. We would obviously appreciate five stars, but we also would appreciate your honesty. So, you know, constructive criticism is welcome too. Anything you want to add, Big Daddy? Oh, (laughs) Big Daddy. No, I'm good on that. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have an amazing week. Um, And if you don't, learn from what was wrong with it. Okay. Yeah. I can get down with that. All right, guys. We love you. Peace out, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.